I'm Shannon. And I'm Rami. And this is a workplace side hug. Side hugs are short, sweet, and to the point mini episodes where we give you quick advice or workplace hacks to get you what you need, hopefully right when you need it. No matter what kind of hug we're giving you, the goal is always the same. Help us all build our workplace toolkit with a whole lot of empathy without a whole new degree. This week, Shannon... I'm excited. I feel like every week I'm excited. I'm perpetually excited. Rami is a very excitable person. (laughs) Always excited. But this week we're talking about how to know when you're ready to leave a job versus just putting up with a difficult season. And I think this is something I've struggled with a lot. We've actually talked about in a few various episodes this kind of thing, but we never talked about just this portion specifically. Mm -hmm. So this one's really about that moment in time where you're at your low and you're trying to figure out like, is it, is it the job or is it, is it just a portion of time right now? And I really should stick it out. Yeah. And I think this is a great, great question that I'm sure we both can think back to past moments and seasons, which like right here in this moment, I'm thinking of another tip that I wish I would have put on the list. (laughs) But anyways, I'll start with the one that I had already started with here. Which is uh, the first step that I have here is to think about, do you usually like being there? And do you have a vision for your future there that's energizing and exciting? So if you have a vision for your future there that like you really are excited about, like you know that you you can see a future for yourself there, you can see where you want to go next or what work you wanted to be doing within this organization next, it may be time for you to rally then. But consider taking a rest. Like, can you take a day off? Can you do something to help you recharge the batteries to get through a project or this moment that's really sucking? What I think is, I think that's great advice. What I think is really interesting is the feedback and the advice that we give most frequently is take some time off. Yeah. Rest and then make a decision. And I think it's really valid because it's so hard when you're in the moment, when you've been working on that project, when you've been doing that thing, that you're that you're physically and mentally exhausted and at a low, that taking that time off, take that rest, and then really, really step back and evaluate, which is, I think, what Shannon is trying to say here, because doing it without taking that break or that buffer or that rest, I think Mm -hmm. you can't make a a clear decision. Yeah. Yeah. Rami, what's your first tip? So my first tip is look at your future self and you can pick any amount of time. I usually pick two years because I can usually see two year from now, Rami. Um, And I put two different versions of him in front of me and I want to see both of them. So I, I imagine staying how does that look? What is that Rami doing? What's his title? What's he achieving? How is he? How is his life? And then I put uh, another Rami out there, a, a Rami that has left. He's found a different job. What does he look like? What does his life look like? What is his title? What is his uh, day-to-day work life balance look like? Um, and I think especially putting a shorter time period on it, right? Whether it's 18 months or two years, I think is really, really good to say, okay, these are really short-term things. These aren't long-term goals. This isn't me in 50 years and, you know, I got the job that I've always been wanting. This is me in 18 months. Like, I know that guy because that guy has just finished paying off my school loans or whatever it is. Like, I, I can tactically put 
realistic expectations on that person and see where they're at and see like will they will they thrive in this role or will they really fall apart in this role or this company um so i think that that for me has been helpful just to put myself in that context and see where I will be. I really love that. And this reminds me of like the thing that I had thought of at the top of the episode. I was like, oh, I should have put that on the list. A, a like riff on that same concept or a spin on that would be for you to think about what would it take to stay and what would it take to go? So like, as you imagine yourself staying and like how that's going to look in two years, also think about like, okay, well, what would it take for me to stay right now to get through this difficult season? So I can remember to, to make this a little bit tangible and offer an example, I can remember when I was the back to school expert at Target, and I was going through just a really low season, my boss's boss was not a fan of mine. He was like kicking my butt every day. And so one night, I just sat down and I thought about like, okay, I know I like to be I know I usually like to be here. I know I have a vision for where I want to go next in this company. And I just need to make it through this season. So then I like made like a word cloud of like, what do I need to stay like, I need to go to the gym every morning so I can like get some energy Mm -hmm. out before I come into the office and have this guy around every day. I needed to not surround myself with one of my peers at the time that like I just freaking did not care for. I needed to like make a lot of space between myself and that person to help me make it through just this difficult like, whatever, six week, three month period of time. So building on that, like envision that future and then think about what would the steps be to stay to support it, you and making it easier and also the steps to go. So you can be realistic about that. So to build on that, because I think that's exactly it. Let's scenario play here because Mm -hmm. a lot of times people are leaving a job for a title, for a uh, pay raise. And so the question I always ask is, if you're thinking about leaving because you want to get paid more, if you got paid more, would that really cause you to stay? So it's interesting, like the scenario that you're playing out, because the examples that I'm thinking about have nothing to do with money of like when I most often find clients or like I'm thinking of a close friend of mine who just earlier this week, we sat down and had an hour conversation one night because he's at his wits end. And mm-hmm. it's not at all. I mean, it's about the money and that he's trying to hang on for an LTI. I'll, I'll, excuse mm-hmm. me, like a long term incentive, like when you get stock options in a company. Yep. But he uh, like he hasn't been able to like stand his boss for years, <laughs> you know, and so it's like I, I, I find that more often than not, the decision point, the breaking point for people really seems to come down to people and not money. Which is my point. That's why I say, like, even if you were to get more money, would that cause you to feel any different about your role? Because a lot of people yeah. will say, oh, I can get paid more if I go to another job. It's like, yeah. okay, cool. Yes, you can. If you got paid more in this job, does that cover up for everything else? Or is that a Band-Aid in the short term? Yeah. And then, and then those same problems fester in six months when the glow of your new pay or your new title or whatever it is. So I think that's... Where I say, like, you have to you have to see what it would take for you to stay, what it would take for you to go. But also, like, if you got if you got what you wanted to from leaving, is that a Band-Aid in your current role or is that really going to fix the issues that you have? Yeah, I think it's a great uh, a, a great point. And what I find most often 
with clients and friends is like they're trying to hang on for like a major payout. You know, they're trying to hang on for a bonus or for a long-term incentive stock option that's going to vest so that they can have a nest egg to launch Mm -hmm. them into the next chapter. So maybe too, it's about separating out the decision of like, uh, is it time to leave or not? And then what is the best time to leave? Yep. You know, and like, and parsing those apart, because I think sometimes those golden handcuffs can really keep you trapped when really the decision is made. Like this guy I was talking about, he's leaving either way. He's just just trying to make it through x month the next three four months to get that stock to vest so he has even more of a cushion to figure out what he wants to do next so let me ask you this question shannon we'll go back to where we started which is how do you know when you're ready to leave a job versus putting up with a difficult season Mm -hmm. what we're talking about right now really truly is boundaries right for most people like for you yourself you said i wanted to work out every morning, right? Yeah. That was a boundary that I needed to put in for myself. Yeah. Now, the question I have for you is, in a company that doesn't respect boundaries, Mm -hmm. in a boss, in a team that doesn't respect boundaries, Mm -hmm. is that something that you think could realistically change when you're at your breaking point? This is tough. The hopeful part of me wants to say yes. The cynical realist in me says probably not. I think I, I'm thinking of a client who's, who had a beautiful quote and she said, I always want to, I want to start as I continue, as I, something, I'm butchering it. <laughs> start as you continue to go forward. Meaning like she always focused when she started a new role, set those boundaries right up front if you can, mm-hmm. because it is so hard to change down the road. But now that I'm saying that out loud, I do know clients who have made the change. And I think communication is really important. Even if you are mm-hmm. working in an organization that doesn't respect boundaries, it's frankly, it's a way for you to experiment to see if you can make it work right where you are. So messaging to them, hey, some things are going to be changing around here. Frankly, I think about women who come back from maternity leave, whose lives look very different than they were before they were mothers. And yeah, your boundaries are going to change. And it's possible that your work culture can't adapt with you. But how beautiful that you tried that you made the attempt, and that you communicated what you needed, and then tried to first, like, keep self trust going with you by meeting those expectations. So that then you know, like, well, I'm doing everything that I can, and they're just not filling their end of the bargain. Where I struggle is people who make it about the company and blame it on the company or the organization saying they're never going to be okay with my boundaries, but they never even try. Like, that's not cool. Don't use your company as an excuse for you just having poor boundaries. I agree. But I think a lot of companies also won't put up with boundaries. I work work in small companies, Shannon. Mm -hmm. Like, you are on Slack Mm 24-7. You are on call all the time. And so, like, real boundaries are much more um, uh, gray in in my industry, in my size of company. Mm-hmm. I think you can still set real boundaries, right? For me, I've always set boundaries. I've said, look, I got a kid, so I will be online from this time to this time. And after that time, like, it is bedtime, it is dinner time, like, and if you need me, there's going to be a window where you, you will not get me. It's a blackout time and you will not get me. That's yeah. 
That's that's what you get when you get Romney. Yeah. And I think setting those up ahead of time or with a major life change, like coming back from paternity leave or maternity leave or whatever it is, I think those are the right times to put those in and hope that your company will respect them. But again, I don't know that you, and this is, I think, where we were aligned on this boundary piece is the hope is that your company will work with you on those. Mm -hmm. I think if they're not willing to, that validates if you should leave or if it's going to be a difficult season, right? Because if you say, here are my boundaries, and they say, well, no, that doesn't work for us. Shannon, we can't have you go work out every morning. Mm-hmm. We need to have we need to have a, a 7 a.m. meeting. Mm-hmm. So if you want to work out at 4 in the morning, that's fine. But there's going to be a 7 a.m. meeting on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So, like, don't even think about that. Yeah. Then I think it helps make that decision even more. What I want to just, like, add to this conversation a little bit is what I see with work addicts and workaholics and and again this is like where we've got to take personal responsibility for this here and to making the change and not just blame it on your company which is like i think sometimes folks think their environment is the problem and if you think your environment is the problem i want you to turn that finger around and look at yourself first and if you think that you're the problem because i see this in clients too turn around and and look at your environment Mm-hmm. So how can you make sure that you're seeing it from both sides? Like, where can I be a part of the solution that I'm seeking now? Because yourself is going to follow you into the next job, right? Yes. So if you never even attempt to set boundaries in this company, you're probably going to struggle to attempt to set boundaries at your next company, you know? So how can you use it as like a, a practice ground or a testing ground before you decide to just up and leave? Yes. Does that make sense? Like, keep the commitments to yourself Try to verbalize, then try to follow through on commitments to yourself. And if they have a problem with you following through on those, then you know it's time to exit. But if you never even try, like, honey, you're just going to repeat the same pattern. I'm te- well, I've am i seen I, it too many times before. And I think this is where you can connect with that partner, that roommate, that that um, over-the-wall buddy, and, like, get some get some feedback from them on these things. Because I think, especially if you work with them, like, saying, like, hey, do you think these types of boundaries are realistic or do you think uh, I'm the one that's the issue here? Or is it like my boss? That's an issue. Like getting another person's input on those things I think is really helpful because mm-hmm. yeah, to Shannon's point, you are not going to leave yourself at that role. You are still going to be yourself in those future roles. Yep. So how do you, how do you adjust for that and make it a healthy work environment for yourself? Yes. Okay, that was a really amazing tangent. I loved every moment of that conversation. Um, Okay, so moving into our next tip. Uh, My next tip is for you to think about, have you come up on this feeling of burnout or lack of motivation over and over and over again? You know, like, is this a pattern for you in this role or in this company? And have you also tried to do what I call mini transitions before? Like, you try to shake it up. Like, you try to, like, get that workout in every morning and see if that helps or for your mental health. Or or you try to limit contact with that peer of yours that's really bringing you down. And it's just not working anymore. When you can check the box and say, like, yep, I've been doing this over and over again. It's like I'm a hamster on a wheel and I keep, like, circling the cycle and I keep getting back to the same place. Then... Yeah, it might be time to make a move and get yourself out of there. Yes. I'll just segue into my next tip, which is, have you gotten what you wanted to from the role? So think back to when you accepted it. Was it a title? Was it an experience that you wanted? Was it a skill set? Was it 
leading a certain type of team, whatever it was. Did you get what you wanted? If you did, then maybe it is time if if you're burnt out, if you are feeling that lack of motivation. If you haven't, then how do you how do you prioritize that piece? This is something that's come up with me a lot and it's come up with um, people on my teams a lot is I'm ready for that next role. I'm ready for that next role. I'm ready for that next company. I'm ready for that next thing. Well, did you get what you needed to out of this one? Mm-hmm. And did you, did you take advantage of the company and their willingness to teach you certain skills in that role? Because I think a lot of times people will say, well, no, I, I've learned everything. I'm good. It's like, well, but this role specifically, you can learn X, Y, and Z and you're not going to get that experience again. So have you fully gotten that experience? Have you led that process, that project, or whatever it is, enough that you can say that I have that skill set? And and that's what I would challenge you to think about as a portion of of all of this kind of inventory that you're doing. And then if you are going to leave, let's listen to episode 32 and talk about leaving a job gracefully. Yeah, definitely. That's a great episode that I think was our most... <laughs> our most saved Instagram graphic ever. So there's a lot of people thinking about quitting and wanting to make sure that they do it gracefully. Yes. So if you're going to do it, you might as well do it gracefully, right? Yeah, for sure. With that, let's recap all of our pieces of feedback here. So we started saying, do you usually like being there? Do you have a vision for your future that's energizing and exciting? If so, maybe take a rest. And I think with all things, take a rest take some time off, and then really evaluate. And if you're ready for it, rally, right? Like hit the ground running. And if you're not, then figure out what that leaving means and what that next step and where you want to go. The next piece was look at your future self. Imagine staying. What does that future me look like? Imagine leaving. What does future me look like? Shannon asked the question, what would it take to stay and what would it take to go? And I think those are really important things to think about and tie it in with those boundaries that we talked about and and can you set up those boundaries and how do you think about yourself in those in that role because your yourself is going to come with you right to Shannon's point and so knowing that yourself is going to come with you how do you how do you set yourself up to succeed regardless of company regardless of role because you're stuck with yourself the next thing was if you've been feeling that burnout and lack of motivation time over time and you've tried many transitions it's probably time to move and then the last piece of advice was, have you gotten what you wanted to? And if you have, great. If you haven't, really challenge what you can get out of that role because a lot of times there's more that we can get out of those things in that role only. And so it's really how do you gain all that experience and skill set from that specific role you're in? And then if you're going to leave, good job for making the decision. Listen to episode 32 and leave it gracefully. Yeah, I love that. So with that, we'd love for you to connect with us on Instagram at Workplace Hugs and share your stories with us on how you've made the decision to stay or go. With that, I've been Shannon. I've been Rami and this has been Workplace Hugs. Workplace Hugs.